Welcome to the Wealthy Woman's Podcast, a podcast for high-achieving women who are great at making money but struggle to build wealth. You'll learn how to take control of your money, increase your net worth, and make more. Ladies, it's time to create a life of more money and more freedom. Let's dive in. Well, hello there, everyone. Welcome back to the podcast. I hope you all are having a fabulous day whenever you are listening to this. So I am super pumped about the announcement I am about to make. Yes. So I am hosting a Stop Overspending Masterclass. This is my specialty, you all. You all know that I used to be an overspender and it put me way into debt and it really did have control over me. My overspending was something that I thought was just uncontrollable. I thought I didn't have any discipline. I thought there was nothing in this world that could stop me from overspending and not being good with money and being impulsive until I figured out that that was a lie and that it wasn't true. So Saturday, August 26th at 10 a.m. Eastern Standard Time, I am hosting a Stop Overspending Masterclass, and I would love it if you could join me. Listen, if you are one of the people who go into Target for toothpaste and you come out with $255 worth of stuff, you should join me for this masterclass. If you wonder where all your money goes, even though you make really good money and you're like, where is all of my money? You should join me. If you find yourself living paycheck to paycheck, even though you make amazing money on paper, you have it all together. The income is good. The salary is good, but you are still living paycheck to paycheck. If that is you, you should join me. If you have credit card debt because of your overspending, you should join me. If you can't save money consistently because of your overspending, then you should join me. If you do manage to save some money or get a windfall and you're constantly pinching on it, you're constantly dipping into it until it's all gone, you should join me, okay? Again, it's Saturday, August 26th at 10 a.m. Eastern Standard Time. And here's a sneak peek to what we're gonna cover. We're going to go deeper into why overspending is a problem in your life. Isn't it interesting that something that could feel so good in the moment is wreaking havoc on your life? It's preventing you from reaching your goals. It causes you so much stress, right? So we're gonna look into why overspending is a problem anyway. We're also going to understand, we're going to unpack the psychology behind why you overspend. It is psychological, right? It's not because you're bad with money. It's not because you don't have enough discipline. It's not because you don't have enough self-control. There is something else going on and we're going to look into it so that you can start to understand yourself and to have compassion for yourself and stop beating yourself up about it. And then I'm also going to give you the number one answer to permanently stopping it because I want all of you to stop overspending and to start building wealth. 
but I want you to do it without losing the freedom to enjoy your life. I want you to still be able to travel. I want you to still be able to buy nice things. I still want you to be able to shop, but I want it to be in a way where it's not preventing you from reaching your financial goals. You know, it could even be preventing you from setting financial goals because you don't think you can hit them. I really want to give you some freedom, some liberation around your spending. So in the show notes, you will see the link to register. It's 100% available to you. I hope you join me. Right in the show notes, you'll be able to join and um, reserve your spot. And again, it's August 26th, which is a Saturday at 10 a.m. Eastern Standard Time. So let's go ahead and hop into today's topic, which is how to be disciplined with money. Listen, I hear from people all the time, from potential clients, from my clients that I work with right now. They all come to me saying, that the reason why they don't have as much money as they want to, the reason why they're not able to build wealth, the reason why they overspend is because they don't have enough discipline. So today we're going to look into that. We're going to explore what that is. We're going to explore the definition of self-discipline. We're going to also look at why we should avoid thinking of ourselves as an undisciplined person. We're also going to learn how to cultivate more self-discipline when it comes to your money. So, of course, I had to go to Google and find out, okay, what is the true definition of self-discipline? And here's what Google had to say. Google said it's the ability to pursue what's right despite temptation. So, of course, I had to create my own definition, and here it is. My definition is to do what's best for you, even when you don't want to. Mm. Now that is what it means to be self-disciplined. It's to do what's best for you. It's to do the things that you know are going to benefit you today and tomorrow, even when you don't want to do it. Okay, so anything, you can think of this in the context of food, exercise, money. I mean, you want to talk about food, right? So if you have a goal to lose 10 pounds, to be self-disciplined means to not have dessert every single day when you're trying to lose 10 pounds, right? We're not saying you're never going to have dessert, but maybe you'll create enough discipline so that you don't have it every single day, right? When it comes to your money, the self-discipline could be, you know what? I have a savings goal and every single paycheck, I save a certain amount of money. Or with exercise, maybe it's just like, you know what? Every week I exercise at least two to three times a week, even when I don't feel like it. And I save that money every single paycheck, even when I'd rather go shopping with that money, even when I'm tempted to spend it on a new dress. That is what it means to be disciplined, to do what's best for you, even when you don't want to. But here's what I don't want you to do. I don't want you to confuse self-discipline with willpower. Willpower is when we resist temptation. It's like we almost are like white knuckling it. We're forcing ourselves to um, not do something, right? And here's the thing about willpower. It's very limited. It runs out. So For instance, let's take a fad diet. You may be able to use willpower to just have this really strict diet where you only eat carrots for a certain amount of time. But eventually, that willpower is going to run out. 
But self-discipline can become a lifestyle. It can become a way of life. Okay, so it's a big difference. So we're not confusing willpower with self-discipline. Self-discipline is you deciding that there is something else better for you. And even though there are going to be temptations all around you, you're going to choose that thing that's better for you because you want to be good, not just for today, but even in the future. Okay, so I'm glad we got that clear. So like I said earlier, clients come to me all the time saying that they do not have discipline. As if it's a fixed trait, as if there's a DNA strand that determines if you have discipline or not. And whenever we say that I am or I am not something, we are taking on that identity. So I'm always there to caution my clients from doing that. It's not that they are not disciplined. It's just that they're not practicing discipline. They haven't built the habit that allows them to have a certain amount of discipline. But it's not that they are just like this undisciplined person and there's nothing that can be done about it. So when we take on that identity, I am not disciplined. I have no self-control. This is who I am then we're taking on that identity. And when we take on those kinds of identities, we create self-fulfilling prophecies, right? And then when we do that, we perpetuate the behavior of not doing what's best for us by giving in to instant gratification because I'm just not disciplined. That's just who I am as if it's outside of our control. And when we think something is outside of our control, we give up all of our power. And I want you to take back your power to know that you actually can create the discipline. You can become someone who does what's best for her, even when she doesn't want to, right? And here's what I want you to know. Your higher self wants you to behave in a disciplined way. It's your lower self, and we're going to talk about the difference between your higher and lower self in just a second, it's your lower self that's only concerned about instant gratification and false pleasure. Okay, everybody. So you do remember the prefrontal cortex and the primitive brain, right? So your prefrontal cortex, that is your higher self. That is the part of you that wants more. That's the part of you that wants to stop overspending. That's the part of you that wants to build wealth. That's the part of you that wants to have a six-month emergency fund. That's the part of you that wants to get out of debt. That's the part of you that wants to retire a millionaire. That's the part of you that wants to save on a consistent basis and be investing on a consistent basis so that you can reach those goals. The primitive brain... That's your lower self. And it only is concerned about instant gratification, false pleasure. And false pleasure just simply means it feels good only for a short while. And then usually there's a consequence on the back end. Okay. And your primitive brain doesn't really care about the long-term consequences because it's primitive. It's simple. It doesn't even have the ability to look out into the future to see that, oh my gosh, if I spend this, if I overspend and not save like I want to, then I'm literally robbing myself of wealth in the future. When I'm perpetuating this impulsivity, I'm literally robbing myself of a future with lots of money. Your primitive brain cannot make that correlation. It is only able to see and do 
what feels good in the moment. It can only think about the current moment. So in order to act in a way that's more disciplined, especially with our money, we must tap into our prefrontal cortex. And we do this by creating habits and routines that eventually will become automatic over time. And I've created a process that I work with my clients on, and I'm going to give you a taste of it here. It's called the Wealthy Woman's Process. And I'm going to actually tell you what the steps are in the Wealthy Woman's Process, but then I'm going to actually break it down a little bit for you all as well. So the number one thing you want to do, first, you have to set a financial goal. You should always, always have a money goal that you're working towards. So my clients always have a money goal. Number two is to create a spending plan that's aligned not only to your financial goals, but to what's most important to you in life, right? What's most important to you? So I help my clients figure out that as well. Like, where do you really want to be spending your money, right? We know we we need to be saving. We know we need to be investing. If you have debt, we know we need to be getting rid of that. But where else do you want to spend your money besides on necessities? Do you want to travel? What is most important to you? So we we work on that too. I work on that with my clients as well. Number three is to follow the plan. So you create a spending plan. We do this every single month. And then number three is to follow the plan without giving in to the urges to deviate from the plan. And you repeat that process. So number one, set a goal. Number two, create a spending plan aligned to your goals and values. Number three, follow the plan without giving in to the urges to deviate from it. And number four is to repeat that process over and over again. So let's break each one down. So number one, it's super important for you to always have a goal. Why? Because it gives your brain and your money direction. Money without direction disappears. So you have to have a goal, a target that you're shooting towards. And once you hit it, guess what? Set a new one. That way you're always building wealth. You're always building up that muscle that's going to allow you to create wealth now and then in the future. Okay. Number two is to create a spending plan. When we plan our spending ahead of time, this is where we put our prefrontal cortex in charge of our money. When we just wing it, when we just don't pay attention to our money, don't plan it, and we just get it and then wonder why it just disappears, that's because you don't have a plan for it and you don't have a goal for it, right? So the goal is to have a goal that you're working towards, but your spending plan is going to help you to reach that goal, okay? And when you're creating your spending plan, you're using your prefrontal cortex to make it. And when you use your prefrontal cortex, That is when you're putting your higher self in charge of your money and telling the primitive brain, hey, listen, I'm in charge here. I'm the adult. I'm making decisions about my money ahead of time so that when the money comes in, I don't have to worry about thinking about what I'm going to do because I already decided and I'm deciding based on what's best for me. And then number three is to follow the plan. So here's what I want you to know. Creating a plan can be simple. The first few times you try it, you're going to, you know, make mistakes and that's okay. I warn my clients about that ahead of time and it's okay. Expect the mistakes. They're going to happen, but eventually you're going to get so good at it. I'm like so good at it right now that I can finish my spending plan for the entire month within like 15 to 20 minutes and you'll be able to do the exact same thing. But I want you to know that's 
sometimes the easy part once you get the hang of it, actually following your plan can be a little harder. But you have to follow your plan in order to achieve the goal, right? So what's the point of having a plan or a roadmap if you're not going to follow it? So you have to follow it. And the way you're going to follow that plan is to just simply do what you said you were going to do. And following your plan is what's going to help you to get to that goal, right? And then I want you to understand on the flip side of that, so if following the plan is going to get you to that goal that you created in the first step, not following the plan by giving in to urges and temptation and instant gratification, if you do that instead, it's going to keep you from your goal. So that's why it's important to actually follow the plan and not do the opposite. Okay, and then you're going to repeat it. And when you do repeat it, this is what creates the habit. This is what creates the discipline. And this is what is going to build the wealth. Okay, so from now on, we can stop telling ourselves that we're not disciplined, that we have no self-control because discipline and self-control are not traits. They can be cultivated. So we can let that go and just simply decide that we're going to build up our discipline. We are going to build up our self-control. We are going to take back our power so that we can build the wealth and have the life that we want to have. Okay, so let's do a quick recap. So we talked about the definition of discipline. We looked at Google and we looked at mine. And we don't want to confuse it with willpower, but it simply means to do what's best for you, even when you don't want to do it. We also talked about the importance of letting go of the identity of just being someone who doesn't have discipline or who lacks self-control. Nope, we're not taking that on because when we do, we create self-fulfilling prophecies and we do not want to do that. We also looked at how tapping into your prefrontal cortex and letting that part of you be in charge of your money, how that is a game changer. And when we follow the wealthy woman's process, that is how we become more disciplined. That's how we build habits. That's how we build routine. And then eventually it just becomes a way of life. That is what I have for you all today. Now, remember, right in the show notes, you can register for the Stop Overspending Masterclass, which is going to take place Saturday August 26th at 10 a.m. Eastern Standard Time. I hope to see you there. Bye-bye. Hey, before you go, if you're ready to create a life with more money and more freedom, then you're invited to join the Wealthy Woman's Academy, my signature coaching program where you'll learn how to take control of your money and build wealth without sacrificing your lifestyle. To get started, head on over to germainefoley.com slash WWA. That's Germain with a G. See you over there. Bye-bye.